بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ رب العالمین وصلاۃ وسلام علی اشرف المبیاء والمرسلین محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وعلیٰ علیہ وصحبی وسلم تسلیم القصیر القصیر فم آباد الحمد للہ شیخ ریسائٹیڈ این آیت ان دصلاح الخلاء یوم ادن بعدهم لبعدن عدو الا المتقین Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminded us and said that on the day of judgment and see the beauty of the Arabic language. There are so many words to which mean friend. Now if you read the translation of this in Urdu, it will say dost. If you read in English, it will say friend. But the khalil is different from the zamil. is different from the rafiq, is different from, there are so many words which mean friend and the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used a particular word is in itself very important. So who is the khalil? The khalil is the closest level of friendship. A khalil is somebody who is so close to you that there are no secrets between you, that khalil has access to everything you have, he has access to maybe the Uh, innermost part of your home, you know, I mean, it's, like, it's that kind of close friendship. That's the reason why it is very important to choose who you want to be your Khalil, right? It's good to be friends with everybody, no problem with that. We are not saying don't be friends with this one, that one. No problem, make, make friends. Unless you make friends, you cannot even present, even from the, from the point of view of Dawah, you can't present Islam to somebody who doesn't want to look at your face. So you need to have somebody who you know, is, is, is inclined towards you and be friendly with you, so you can even tell them something useful. But there are levels of friendship. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that these people who in this world, who you have as your akhil, as your khalil, as the closest of your friends, on the day of judgment, what is Allah saying? He's not saying they will be indifferent to you, they won't recognize you. No, he said they will be your enemies. Now, again, A big difference between somebody who maybe, you know, I know this person, but he looks through me, which is not good, but he's not my enemy, okay, he looks through me, through me for whatever reason, right? I, I say salam to him, he doesn't, he doesn't respond, okay. But enemy is who? Enemy is somebody who wants to harm you, he, he actually wants to destroy you, right? Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying on the day of judgment, those people in this world who you thought were your closest friends, they were absolutely, you would have given their life for them, they would, you thought they will give their life for you, on the day of judgment they will become your enemies. Except those who have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Except those for whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most important in their lives. What is taqwa? Again, one of the problems of, of translation. Taqwa is fear of Allah. There's no fear of Allah. Fear is a negative emotion. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about the believers, amanu ashaddu lillah. Who are the be- believers? They are the people who love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most. Allah did not say they fear him most. They say he loves him most. And what is the, what is the connection between the hub of Allah jalla jalaluhu and the khashyat of Allah jalla jalaluhu? Khashiyat again is not fear. Khashiyat is a feeling of great awe and majesty and glory, right? Where your heart literally shivers with the glory and majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
And Allah mentioned this. Allah specifically mentioned this condition of the heart. Wajilat qulubuhu. Ida dukira Allahu wajilat qulubuhum. These are the people who, when Allah is mentioned before them, their hearts shiver with the glory and majesty of Allah subhanahu wa taala. This khushyat. Now, combining khushyat with hub, you have the the state of taqwa. What is taqwa? <coughs> taqwa is I love him so much that I am afraid. Not of him, but of offending him. Right? Because fear produces hatred. You ask your children if your children go to school and they don't like a teacher, and they are afraid of the teacher. Maybe the teacher punishes them or something. You ask them, "Do you obey the teacher?" Yes, I obey. Why do you obey? Because the teacher will punish me. Do you love the teacher? No, I hate the teacher. Yes, I hate the teacher, but I obey. I mean, out of fear, I, this is not our kind of, our relationship with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Because if you fear Allah, where will you run? Where is that to run from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? This is the fear of offending the one I love the most. Therefore, the more the hope of Allah increases, the more the obedience to Allah will increase. There is nobody who loved Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala more than Muhammad or Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and there is no one who obeyed Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala more than Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The more you love Allah, the more you fear to offend the one I love the most. The khushyat of Allah and the hub of Allah are related. Out of which comes taqwa. So Allah is saying that who are the people, your friends in this world, will be your enemies on the day of judgment, except the muttaqin. Why? Because the muttaqin want to please Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And those who want to please Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, they are your friends here, and they will be your friends on the day of judgment also. Now, who is this? Who are these friends? So if I am looking at my own life and I say, well, you know, I've got. These people here in my life, who must I be friendly with? Who must I choose to be in the company of? Who must be my Khalil? Rasulullah Sallam told us. He told us three qualities. He said, somebody who reminds you of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala Jalla Jalalu. Who is worthy of being a friend? Somebody who reminds you of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala Jalla Jalalu. One, two, somebody who reminds you of the meeting with Allah of the Day of Judgment. Of the Akhirah, and three, he said, somebody that you learn something from, something new, something useful, who can teach you something useful. Three qualities: somebody who reminds you of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Number two, somebody who reminds you of the meeting with Allah of the Day of Judgment, and number three, somebody you learn something from, something new from. Hmm? See the beauty of the. Description of this. Now, the reason I am saying this to you is not for you to judge other people. I am saying, let us look at ourselves and say, am I such a person to be fit to be the Khalil of somebody? Right? Don't take this as now. I am looking at so and so. Is he or is is this person? No, no, no. Me, 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 myself. Let me stand in front of the mirror and say, am I somebody who is fit to be the Khalil of anyone? Do I remind? If I if I say I remind people about Allah, who should be my number one concern? Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. I cannot remind somebody of Allah if Allah is not important to me. If I am living a life of ghafla, then I cannot remind somebody of Allah. Number two, do I remind somebody of the Day of Judgment? I have to ask myself: Do I remember the Day of Judgment? Do I believe that one day I will die? 
Do I believe that one day I will die? Do I believe that one day I will stand before Allah? And do I know that this day may be today? Right? Hypothetically believing I will die, everybody knows this. To make it that real to say can be now. That's a different issue. And the third one is, what is it that I know that I can teach somebody? Because remember, if you have knowledge, whatever the knowledge is, any beneficial knowledge, and you die with it, that's manure. Right? Trees grow on it. What, what good is that knowledge to anybody? Whatever it is, if you know something useful, teach it. Teach it. Whoever wants to learn. Doesn't have to be necessarily religious knowledge. You might say, you might, you might say well, you know, I don't know that much of Quran and I don't know that. But no, no, no. Whatever it is, whatever you know, whether it is religious knowledge, whether it is any other kind of knowledge, alhamdulillah, anything beneficial, teach people. Three qualities. Let's look at ourselves and say, am I fit to be the Khalil of somebody? And then do what it takes to make myself fit. What must I do to increase my khashat of Allah? What must I do to increase my awareness of the Day of Judgment? And what must I learn so that I can teach somebody? Believe me, your life does not end the day you die. Your life ends the day you stop learning. Your life ends the day you stop learning, no matter what it is. And that's why I know people in their 20s who are dead. The walking dead. People in their 30s and 40s who are walking dead. And I know people in their 70s, 80s and 90s who are like live wires. I have a friend who is 94 years old. You talk to him, he's like a live wire. You touch him, he's shots. Really? <laughs> he's so open to learning. Continuously, continuously. 94 years old. Continuously open to learning. And you've got some people who are in their 30s and 40s. They, they think, oh, no, no, nobody can teach me anything. I know everything. Please, my brothers and sisters, let us be very... There is nobody in the world who knows everything. Illa Rasulullah Everyone in the world, we are all in need of knowledge. So let us, let us continuously learn. And then the best way of learning, the best way of getting that knowledge fixed in your mind is what? Is to teach it. Make mistakes, no problem. Let somebody correct you. That's the best thing in the world. If somebody corrects you, Alhamdulillah, no problem. But teach. Keep on learning. Keep on teaching. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalla to, be, to be pleased with you and never to be displeased. We ask Allah to make us people who will be worthy of being the akhillah of others. And then we ask Allah to give us akhillah who will be with us in this dunya and in the akhirah inshaAllah. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyil kareem wa alihi wa sahibi ajma'in bi rahmatika ar-rahim.